Hey, I'm Casey Stone, and I am a lover and an encourager of people. Come on, that's you. I know this faith message is going to help you today. Thank you so much for joining me. Hey, family. (laughs) Hey, family, I'm Casey Stone. Thank you for joining me today. I already see a few of you watching, and I'm so grateful for you spending a few minutes with me during your lunchtime. Come on, I know you're probably eating lunch. And I'm grateful for you spending that with me. Thank you so much. Uh, If you have not joined us in the past couple of podcasts, we are in a makeshift studio. I posted some pictures on my story last week. Uh, Jeremy is very creative. That's why he's our creative director. And he's got us crammed in the green room at our church. (laughs) Because our ministry offices and my podcast studio uh, is being renovated. All of that building is being renovated. Uh, And also, you may hear some laughter or some fun stuff going on in the background. Because right behind me, are some classrooms for the school that Stone Ministries just launched, which is Generation Faith Educational Center. This is week two, and God is doing some beautiful things in these young people's lives, and I'm so grateful for that. Just in case you didn't know, GFEC, Generation Faith Educational Center, uh, is just the newest ministry of Generation, uh, I'm sorry, of Stone Ministries. Uh, Generation Faith Center is our church, but uh, GFEC is the newest ministry, which is a private Christian accredited faith-based education for kindergarten through 12th grade. And so anyway, that's what you'll probably hear behind us today. (laughs) So thank you for being patient in the process of everything being moved around uh, and for continuing to join me. Thank you for that. Don't forget to share this with your friends on whatever platform you're watching. Come on, we're going to get the word into you today. The uh, Bible says that getting wisdom, gaining wisdom is the best thing that we can do for our lives. And so that's what you're here to do. That's what we're going to do together. Amen. Let other people join us. Uh, And if you have any prayer requests, um, man, it's truly an honor. When you send me a prayer request and ask me to be in agreement with you, that means so much to me. Uh, And I don't take that lightly. I do truly, truly pray for you. I spend time speaking the word of God over you and your situation. So you can leave that prayer request in the comment section. Or if it's too personal or you would like that to just remain confidential, you can send me an email at info at stoneministries.online, and I would love to do that. Thank you again for that opportunity. Today, I want to look at who we are in Jesus, right? Who we are in Jesus, our identity in him, and how that benefits our life. Who are we in Jesus and how that benefits our life, how that benefits our walk, how that benefits what we face every day? How is that going to benefit us, right? There's so many people that don't know uh, or maybe they know, but they don't believe who they are in Christ, right? Their true identity. We can't even uh, know. uh, I'm sorry. We can't believe uh, if we don't know. And just knowing doesn't make a difference. We have to know and believe, right? right? Are you with me? You have to know and believe what the Bible says about who you are in Christ. There's such an identity crisis going on in 2021. In case you didn't know that, (laughs) there is. Nobody knows who they are. Everybody is so confused, right? And it's not, I'm not saying anything negative. It's not their fault. They just don't know. That's why we have to come in, step in as the church, and remind people of who they are. People are searching right now, searching for who they are in the world. They don't know who they are. They don't know who they are. You know, first, before we start defining who we are, let's define ourselves first 
as in Christ. First and foremost, in Christ. We have to define ourselves as in Christ, and then everything else will line up. Everything else will map itself out. Come on, can you agree with that? Can you agree with that? If you're watching today and you say, man, Pastor Casey, I don't know who the heck I am, right? I'm being pulled by this community or pulled by this community, or I don't know if I'm even a Republican or a Democrat. (laughs) Come on, don't worry about politics. Listen, just identify as in Christ. Identify in the word of God, and then everything else will become clear. Come on, if you're confused, can I remind you that God's not the author of confusion, that, that alone was worth logging on today. That just by itself was worth you watching and spending that, those couple of minutes with me. We have to first and foremost identify as in Christ, and then everything else will map out. Everything else, everything else, everything in our life, everything else in our life, in our relationships, in our finances, come on, in our, with our uh, relationship specifically with our children, everything else will line out if we just first identify with who we are in Christ, right? You want to know who we are? You ready? All right, come on, let's get into it. Oh, actually, just wait just a second. We have um, an opportunity, right? A couple of weeks ago, I challenged us, including me. We are gonna double our reach for Jesus this year. Come on, will you stand with me in that? We are at a little over 5,000 subscribers and we wanna get to 10,000 by the end of the year. Just reaching more people with the love and the message and the gospel of Jesus Christ. Will you do that with me? Take a second and subscribe. Did you do it? Takes two seconds. Just, just click on the little. Just, all right, let's move forward. All right. Did you know that our relationship with God is based on conditions? Our relationship with God is based on conditions. Right now, before you throw anything through the screen, <laughs> listen. I let me explain. Second Corinthians chapter five and verse twenty-one. Can we look at that? Second Corinthians five and verse twenty-one. It says, "For he." made him, that is Jesus, who knew no sin, to be sin for us, so that we might become, say might become, come on, say it really, say might become, yes, that we might become the righteousness of God in him, that is in Christ Jesus. See, I love this great exchange. God is is offering here a great exchange to us. So uh, he's saying you are going, if you believe this by faith, if you step into this position, if you step into this uh, place that I've called you to be in, that I've given you the opportunity to be, you are going from dead in sin to alive in him. Come on, from dead in sin to alive in him. That's a great exchange that God gives us the opportunity to be a part of, right? And there's two conditions here in in this verse of scripture. In this verse, it says, let me read it one more time. For he made him, that's Jesus. He made Jesus who knew no sin. There's a condition right? The the condition of sin. He made him that knew no sin become that condition, become sin so that we might become the righteousness. There's the other condition, the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. So we have two conditions here. We have the condition of sin and we have the condition of righteousness, the condition of right standing, sin that separates us from God or right standing. See, two two totally different conditions on opposite ends of the spectrum. There's two conditions. And the act of sin, the things that we do that are sinful, are just a symptom of the condition that we were in. Is this making sense to you? 
the symptom uh, that we are uh, that we are experiencing, that we are putting out, that we are the act of the symptom is just because of the condition that we were in. It comes from that condition. So the act of sin is the symptom of the condition. Jesus came. This is good news. This is good, so good news to you today. Jesus came and became that condition. He became sin. Scripture doesn't say that he became like sin or that he became uh, something similar to sin or uh, that he was even a synonym. He is the condition. He became, he overtook that condition and became that condition so that our condition had to change. Is this beautiful? Oh my gosh, how great is this? Jesus became the condition so that you would have an opportunity to, by faith, receive the new condition that is righteousness. Come on, don't you know that when Jesus shows up in a condition, no matter what that condition is, it has to become the righteous? has to become a righteous condition, right? That's how we are righteous is through him. So if he shows up, the whole situation changes. The whole condition changes. This is so good, right? Now you are righteous. The condition that you were in changed from sin to righteousness, from sin to righteousness. If we believe that, right? If we by faith take that new identity, right? And if our new condition is righteousness, then our symptoms have to change. Our symptoms have to change. Remember, we just said that the symptom of sin is because of our condition of sin. So if our new condition is now righteousness, the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, that means that our, our symptoms should change. Our symptoms should change. Oh, Pastor Casey, I sin. I've made mistakes. Does that mean that I'm not saved? Yes, you're still saved. You're still saved. Let me, let me tell you why. Let me tell you why. <laughs> it should change, but it says become, might become. He made Jesus become sin so that we, me and you, might become. Say become. Become. We might become, that word in the original text means a transitioning, a transitioning. Oh, I hope this is helping you today. You are still saved and those sin symptoms still shift through sometimes. They still somehow make it through because we are in a transition. We are coming out of sin into the righteousness. It doesn't mean that you're not already righteous. Come on, you're as righteous as you ever will be if you are saved, if you've received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Come on, you are as righteous as you will ever be, but the symptoms are in, in uh, progress, right? You're in a transition. Your symptoms are transitioning from the sin symptoms to the righteous symptoms. Come on, that's so good. What do the righteous symptoms look like? Giving generously, right? Giving of our time, our talent, and our finances. Those are things that righteous people do. Those are things that righteous people do because Jesus called us to do those things, right? The righteous people have joy, right? The righteous people have peace. The righteous people have clarity and, and uh, clear direction in their life, right? Because we're led by the Holy Ghost. The righteous symptoms should start showing and flowing more and more as our relationship with Jesus, our relationship with God strengthens and we gain wisdom. Remember at the beginning, the Bible, the Bible says wisdom is the best thing we can do for ourselves. Why? Because wisdom causes growth. 
and growth causes new symptoms. Oh, this is so, so good. But it's just the tip of the iceberg. We're fixing to get into some, some even gooder stuff. Come on, this is good, but we're about to get into some gooder stuff. <laughs> so because of this new condition, because of the righteous standing, the right standing, the righteous standing that you have now in him, right? That's your identity in Jesus. Because of that, you have Romans 5, beginning in verse 1, chapter 5. Listen, therefore, having been justified, say justified, justified by faith, we have peace. Come on, really say have peace. Yeah, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. And then verse two goes on and it says, through whom, whom is that? Jesus Christ, where our identity is, through whom also we have access by faith, whoo, by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope. Say hope, hope, hope of the glory of God. So because this new condition belongs to us, let's break this down just a little bit. Because this new condition belongs to us, because, because we've received this new condition of right standing or the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, let's break this down. It says, therefore, this is Romans 5 again, verse 1, therefore, having been, past tense, having been justified by faith, this doesn't say if you feel like it, <laughs> this doesn't say uh, until the devil stops whispering in your ear that you, the, the mistakes of your past, no, no. No, this is by faith you receive the justification that's already been done. Been done, it's done, it's past tense. Therefore, having been, past tense, justified, having been justified by faith. By faith, right? Justification, justified, it rewrites your past. Justification rewrites your past. Come on, you can remember it like this. I'm justified. Justified, never sinned. Justified, never sinned. Come on, you're justified. Justification here is a judicial word. Come on, it's a verdict. Case closed. <laughs> that's good news to you. Come on, that's good news to me. I know it is to you. Case closed. Come on, next time somebody starts reminding of your past, you just say, you, you start carrying around a gavel with you. Just hit something. Uh, case closed. <laughs> dismissed. Your, your past is rewritten. This is so good. Thank you, Jesus, for justifying me. Thank you, God, for allowing me to be justified. My past was a bad past. Come on. Your past is a bad past. It doesn't matter what it is. It doesn't matter what that past is, but every past is bad, right? That's why it's in the past. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus, that it's in the past. You've been justified. Oh, it's already taken care of. You've been justified. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace. Say it again. We have peace. Yeah, we have peace. Did you know that there's people in, uh, died without the opportunity to have peace with Jesus? There's Actually, tell you the truth, there's people today that don't have peace with Jesus because they don't know that they can. They don't know that they have the opportunity, that they have the ability, that they've been granted the opportunity by God to have peace with him through Jesus. This is so powerful. We have peace because of who we are in him. We have peace right now. It stabilizes our present, our current situation. Peace is available to stabilize us 
currently, stabilize our, our present situation, right? So we've been justified taking care of our past. We have peace currently, stabilizing our current situation, our present. Come on, you're always going to have peace. But this is saying we have peace right now. It stabilizes our current situation. And then look at verse 2. <clears throat> it says, through whom we also have access by faith, right? This is, this is an opportunity. This is access. You don't have to use this access. You don't have to go through the gate, but you just have the code, right? <laughs> you have the gate code. How? By faith. You have the gate code by faith. It says, verse 2, through whom we also have access by faith. There it is again, by faith, right? See, we can't in any area of our life uh, with God go based on feelings. We can't go based on feelings of, with any area of our life. Right, No matter what it's pertaining to, we cannot go by our feelings because feelings will mess you up. You know, I was praying one time and I was like, Lord, what are we doing with this? I just, I feel like we this. I feel like we that. I feel like we need to do this. I feel like, and God said, thank God it don't go by what you feel, right? <laughs> he said, stop feeling. This is not about your feelings. This is not about you, how you feel, how that made you feel. Let's get over it, Betty. We're, we're, we're moving past it. We're big boys and girls, right? This is by faith. Everything that we do with God is by faith. We have access by faith through whom we have access by faith. Through him, we also have access by faith that says into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope. Come on, say rejoice. Yeah, rejoice in hope, 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 right? Hope of the glory of God. Hope is in the future. Hope is in the future. Grace allows us, the grace that we're standing in allows us to rejoice in hope, right? In our future. Grace is securing our future today. Grace is securing our future. We've been justified. Our past is done. Our current situation is stabilized by the peace that we have with God. And then grace secures our future in him, right? In the hope of glory of God, a hope of the glory of God. This is so good. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, can we look at one more thing? I promise I'm almost finished. One more thing. Let's look uh, back in Romans 5, but let's jump down to verse 21. Can we do that? Verse 21, uh, Romans chapter 5, verse 21, it says, So that as sin reigned in death, right? So sin reigned in death. Even so, grace, I love grace. Thank you, Father, for grace. Grace might reign through the righteousness to eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. Sin reigned in death, but grace reigns in the righteous, right? What are the two conditions we started with? The conditions that we talked about at the beginning, sin and righteousness, sin and righteousness. Come on, which one are we gonna choose to be in today? Death comes with the sin condition. Grace comes with the righteous condition. Death or grace, yeah. There you go. Death or grace. Sin or the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And this all comes by faith. This all comes by faith. It's not about what we've done, how well we look, how you know uh, well we've combed our hair today. <sighs> if our breath smells good after we brush our teeth, come on. This is not by works. This is by faith. This is just stepping into that position that God has given us the opportunity to be in by faith. Right? Not by, not, by, not by the way we feel, 
right? We'll mess up our whole life and, uh, and everybody else's life that's connected to us if we start going by our feelings. We have to go by faith. We have to go by faith. That's why faith is so important to me, right? That's why faith, every time I get an opportunity, I'll talk about faith. I'll teach on faith because everything, everything that we have is based on faith. Every, every point of our relationship with God is based on faith. Death comes with sin and grace comes to the righteous. That's you. That's you. That's you. Come on, aren't you grateful for justification of your past, peace in our present, and grace covering and securing our future? Is this good or what? Come on, this is so powerful. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, this blesses me, and I know that it blesses you. <laughs> Man, start walking bolder. Come on, stay, take uh, more confident and bold strides in your walk, right? Just, just by knowing who you are, right? Hold, hold your head up a little higher. Keep it lifted higher, and then speak in confidence because you know who you are in Christ Jesus. Man, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you. In case you haven't heard how amazing you are, you're amazing. And I'm so proud of you. And I love you. Yes, you. And I can't wait to see you next week. God bless you.